Welcome to the Find Your Purpose Now podcast. We are delighted that you are here because this is for you. We do this to help you find and live your purpose, the good purpose that's uniquely yours. Because when you find it, everything starts to just fall into place. You're happier, you're more peaceful, you have better relationships with good people. It is remarkable what happens when you are living in the sweet middle of your purpose, the purpose that you've been perfectly matched to live. The great news is you're in the right place to find it. So let's get started. All right, welcome back to the Find Your Purpose Now podcast. You know, the whole point is to live your purpose and love your life. It's the antidote to depression and despair and uh, just, you know, being being unhappy and miserable and irritable. So I'm so excited that today we have a guest who has made his whole life around purpose, your purposeful life. Adam, let's jump in. So introduce yourself and tell our audience what you do. Thank you, Rhonda. Um, thanks for having me on the show. Um, my name is Adam Tallamy. I'm, I am a life purpose coach and teacher. I've been doing it for just over 10 years now, um, based in, uh, today at least, sunny London. And um, uh, yeah, and I've, I've been coaching people all of this time on how to find and then live their life purpose. And the finding bit I find is relatively easy, can take a few months, but relatively easy. But the living it part is the challenge. And that's kind of where I kind of carry people through that experience. Oh, okay. I want to hear about that because I I think I probably spend a lot of time, maybe more time than I should, uh, talking about the clues that help to f- people to find their purpose, to figure out where their expertise and education and experience and all that sort of intersects with what the things that they're passionate about or the things that grieve their hearts. Uh, But actually helping people transition over into living that purpose and then continuing and making it a lifestyle and doing that to the exclusion of everything else that I haven't, I probably haven't talked enough about that. So do you mind jumping into that today? Sure. Yeah, we can do it. Absolutely, we can do that. Um, so, yes, uh, where do I start? So the the living it part is where it gets a little bit scary for most people. Okay, mm. As you will know, finding your life purpose, a lot of people have fear and resistance to that because it's like, how is this going to affect my life? Will I have to give up my job? Will it change everything? What will my friends, what will my wife think, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So that you have to work through first of all. And then how I operate is the life. You can look at the ikigai and the what are your passions and all that, and that, that usually does inform it. But generally speaking, when I'm working with a client, the life purpose comes through in a meditation or when they're sitting on the bus, hopefully in front of me, which is really nice when that happens, but it doesn't happen enough. Um, and then when it comes through, their eyes light up. And that that's when that that energy, that feeling of they, they just know that that's what they're meant to be doing. Um, and then, then they're away. 
Um, but the fears and doubts that then come up are, oh, okay, so how do I do that? Because I find, for me anyway, life purpose has been challenging. There are, it, the universe kind of gives it to you or God gives it to you in a bite-sized amount. So it's not too big that you're never going to get started, okay? Because otherwise we'd implode, right? We'd never get anything done at all. So it gives you something that it's, it's a challenge. It's, it's big enough for you to get your teeth into. And then you have to work towards that. Um, and then, uh, again, with, with, with the way that I work, clients then, when they can do and deliver that part of their life purpose, the next iteration comes in and it downloads again and it builds on the first one. So then, and, and typically for me, it takes between a year and two years to, to work through one and then fears and doubts come up. And I'll give you an example because it sounds probably a bit abstract, okay? So this is my own uh, initial life purpose that came in. And I've been looking for it for a while. It eventually came in in the middle of a meditation, okay? And, and what it, the wording was, let me get it exactly right, um, it's to, to stand tall and proud in your light and spread love around the world. And at the time I was like, that's a little bit fluffy. Like I was expecting save the galaxy, right? <laughs> but, you know, thankfully that it wasn't that because I probably would never have got started. So what, what I took from that pretty much straight away is I knew that I had to work on my public speaking because I had a real fear and a phobia around getting up on stage and speaking. So it set me off on a journey of overcoming that fear. And I joined Toastmasters, which um, you, you may be familiar with. It's the international public speaking organization. Very good. Highly recommend that for anyone who wants to, to work um, on their public speaking. And I just started showing up every week um, for about 18 months. And uh, with the tools that I use, you can work through the fears and the emotions that come up. So I'd, I'd, I'd have resistance to go. I'd rock up. Um, about 10 minutes before and it was above a pub in Greenwich Village in London and uh, and every time when I turned up there I had to walk up these flights of stairs to go above the pub and I felt like I was walking up to the gallows I literally felt like I'm gonna die but I forced myself to do it and I felt through it and then I sat there and you and you get the opportunity every every uh, Toastmasters meeting to speak for a minute or two so I'd always push myself and do it and then and work through the fears before during and then kind of the, the overwhelm after like, oh, thank god but I'm still really like this has wiped me out you know wow. <laughs> yeah and then once um once I kind of got much more comfortable with public speaking I got the the intuition uh, that's done now. You don't need to do any more. You've you've done what you needed to, and then pretty much immediately after that, the next iteration of my life purpose dr dropped in, and what it was was it was to help a million people. Okay, which again, it's quite a big deal, right? So I was a little bit overwhelmed, um, and I sat down. And I thought, okay, so what does that mean? And for me, it meant you've got to set up um, doing more social media. You've got to set up on all these platforms. You've got to start doing videos. You've got to start being on podcasts. You've got to put yourself out there in the world. How else would you reach a million people? You know, um, I started writing a book as well, which uh, is still in process, but it's coming. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. So, wow. and, and that's how it evolves. For me, anyway. Okay, so um, it sounds like what what you heard were sort of um, macro, uh, you know, in terms of uh, moving forward. I mean, to have a um, 
you know, love everybody and affect a million people or whatever. It wasn't, you didn't get the, okay, step one is this, step two is that. I mean, maybe you did with the feeling um, like needed to go to yeah I always check in with my with my intuition it's one of the, the things I teach people how to how to do that and 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 the, the the guidance is always there so what do I need to do here okay you need to go and join Toastmasters okay you need to I don't know practice public speaking in front of the mirror whatever it is and then and then I do that but typically each one of those steps would bring up some resistance and some fear and then you've got to work through that until you can actually do it. So it's not about pushing yourself really hard to go and do something anyway, which is how I always used to work. This is about um, know what you're going to do. If there's resistance, work through it. And then when it feels easy and it's like, yeah, I can do that, then you take the step. It's much, much more gentle. So I'm curious to know, um, it, uh, one of the things that, that I've heard from people since I started talking about purpose. I mean, I made my first notes about um, the program that I created. It's called Find Your Purpose. Uh, the, the first thing that I started to hear was, oh, all right, well, that's great. Uh, I want to find my purpose, but how in the world do I make a living doing it? Because there's the mortgage, there are the bills, there's, you know, putting food on the table, basic stuff. And, and um, I, th I think a lot of those early conversations that I had with people, they sort of had the sense of, okay, so um, purpose is synonymous with what I'm passionate about. Uh, what I'm passionate about is this hobby that I have. And I I can't imagine the scenario where I could actually get paid for doing this hobby that I love. And so I would I would get the sense that people felt defeated before they even got started. So I'm curious to know how did you decide from you know the the place where you're you're feeling like you're getting these downloads and you're taking these steps. I mean, when did it become? I I can do this for a living. I can make my life all about this. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so I didn't know initially. Initially, it was about public speaking. So I was doing my day job at the same time, and then. Probably when I got the iteration, like helping a million people, it became clear, okay, I need to be doing this and doing the coaching full time and touching people's lives one by one. And um, so that that developed quite gradually. And then I'm not going to lie, I went through many years of real poverty, but I was foolishly, perhaps, um, I was so determined that what I was here to do, I was going to do. So I had, you know, I, w I kind of had to beg, borrow and steal. I had people who looked after me, put a roof over my head at times. Mum helped out massively, you know, a couple of my really good friends. And uh, and at times I I didn't have many clients and it it, it developed and, and got busier. But look, it was perfect. And it always is perfect. And I don't mean that in a glib sense. I mean it in the sense of if you're really going to do something big in the world and you're going to change the world, you have to you have to face your fears 
doubts and insecurities. How else are you going to stand up and play a much bigger game? You know, so for me, it was all about, okay, so if I'm going to be really successful, it means I'm going to be making lots of money. So what happens then, again, doing the, the sort of the work I do is the fears and the doubts and insecurities start to come up straight away. So if you need to get money to have this big impact, it's going to be, oh, I don't think I can do that. How is this going to happen? So what you just alluded to with your, your clients is exactly what happens every time to everyone pretty much. It's, oh, I don't think I can do it. How would that work out? Da, 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 da. The, the job of the, the coach or the person supporting or the support network is to help them work through those fears and doubts. And then you'll get to a place where, where you feel, actually, well, I feel I can do it now. And that, that needn't take too long. That could be half an hour of doing some inner work, you know, or it could be a few weeks. But you get there. And then when you feel you can do it, then you take the next step. What's the next step? Okay, so if it's, you know, your hobby is carpentry, okay, I'm going to go and buy a set of tools or whatever it is. And that might bring up fears around, oh, I don't know if I'm going to spend that money. That's quite a big commitment. Oh, I still don't know if I'm going to do it. So you have to work through those fears. Then you have to, you know, get the money, work through those fears, talk to the wife, the wife or, the, or the husband and get their buy-in. You know, it's all of that kind of stuff. That's the day-to-day experience of living your purpose. Interesting. Okay. So, um if for me i'm i'm a christian and i know that when when i decided to leave my good job you know the one with the paycheck <laughs> and the health insurance because I, uh, I, I know your your medicine in england is different than our medicine we need to have you know we we need to have health insurance and we need to pay for it and or our employer pays for it so when i was going to leave that um you know, there was just absolutely nobody in my life who thought it was a great idea uh, that I follow my uh, what I felt was my purpose and would be my purpose for the rest of my life. It turned out that there was another life assignment in there that God had for me. But part of part of being a Christian for me is is really exercising faith. It's it's not just check the box. Well, okay, I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. And and then let me go ahead about move my uh, live my life. It meant I'm I'm going to follow what I think God wants me to do, and then I'm going to trust that God is somehow or other going to lift me up and propel me into it, and I'll do what I can, and God will do the rest. Basically, was my theory. And and that's and it worked for me. It wow. it did work out, but there was that moment where okay, I sold my furniture, I sold my house, I sold my furniture, including my refrigerator, which was not well thought out, Adam. That was not a guy. I don't recommend that to anybody. But I and so I bought a little bitty condo, and I literally was I quit my job, I sat on the floor of my condo, and I made cold calls to um private nonprofit child welfare organizations and that's i that i felt like that was god's call on my life to protect and defend the good people and organizations that take care of abused kids so i'm making wow. these cold calls i'm 27 years old um you know my my uh every person i had in the united states who was a competitor was double my age i mean it just didn't look like i could ever 
be successful with that. And two and a half years in, I had 27% market penetration in the state of California. And then I went national. And there's just like logically, it doesn't make any sense at all. So I hear what you're saying. And I love that you're that you look at your coaching work as as walking people through their fears. I never really kind of thought of that. Um because I just walk with Jesus <laughs> in everything yeah. I do. But, but I always feel like that there's a test in there, you know, mm. to see if we're going to persevere. Because if if everybody's purpose, ha- you know, involved uh, some mysterious deposit into their bank account of all the money they would ever need, to do their thing, right? Wouldn't everybody do it, right? Oh, I'm going to get $3 million wired into my account tomorrow. Sign me up for that purpose deal, you know? And so, no, I I kind of don't think that's how it works. Like for most people that I know, there was a point, there's a point in time where you have to say, oh, I'm, I'm going to fly off the cliff here. I'm going to, I'm going to see if I can fly. Yeah. Yeah, and right? it's, it's taking that leap of faith. The huge. leap of faith, it is huge. huge. So I'm curious to know about, um, you know, maybe some of the people you've worked with who went ahead and took their leap of faith, and now what are they doing, and how is it working out, and how is it working out for you? I'm just, I always love a good, um, you know, hearing about the good outcomes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We need a bit of inspiration because it's a bit depressing for everyone to hear. I, I was poor and poverty stricken for years and, and you have cold calling in your condo with no fridge. I mean, <laughs> no one's going to buy that ticket. <laughs> right? Oh, nobody wants to get signed up. Let me sell my furniture and sit on the floor and make calls to people who don't want you to call that, you yeah. know, right. No, we're I'm not a good advertisement, probably. I, I don't know about you, but but. Are you glad that it went went that way, that you did that, looking back now? Oh, what a great question. Thank you. Yes, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't change a thing. Mm-hmm. Same here. And and I wouldn't wish it on anyone either, but it was the best thing that could ever happen to me. And I, I call my my life purpose methodology, I call it the hero process because what it does is it it's like the hero's journey. It it's um it's like in the Lord of the Rings when Frodo steps out of the Shire, out of his comfortable, uh, good job, right? He goes out and he's on, on an adventure and he's terrified and he's scared and he doesn't know what's going to happen. He has to conquer the dragons, right? The dragons are your fears, your doubts, your insecurities. At the end of it, there is a treasure. And then what do you do? You ret- He returned to the Shire, as, as do we feeling like oh we we did really well and we've grown we've overcome our fears and we've come out the other end it's the hero process it's you know so that's the i mean i look at life purpose as the carrot the carrot that the universe dangles okay and it basically is saying if you want to become this person and you want your life purpose you've got to go through all of these blocks all of these challenges you've got to overcome your fears and doubts to get there and um 
it's a great carrot. Otherwise, who on earth would want to face all of that stuff? I know I wouldn't. There has to be a, um, a payoff or a dividend at the end of it to to keep you going, right? Because it's not always easy. Every, a lot of people seem to think purpose is a panacea. It's not. It's one of the hardest journeys and, and directions you can take, but it also feels great. It's a, it's a real kind of contradiction. That's so interesting that you say that because I think I always make it sound like it is a panacea <laughs> because I'm like, okay, well, live your purpose and love your life. And this is, this is how you do it. I don't, I don't know how to do it any other way because moving into my purpose resulted, I can look back now, it's been many years, but I, I can totally connect the dots to I began to follow my purpose and then I began to meet amazing people mm -hmm. who I, for me, some of the best people in the world. And so healthy relationships with good people resulted. The chaos that was my life prior, where you know, I just was in a job where, I mean, it was an insurance job and in, in a good insurance agency. And so it was, you know, it was, an, it was a nice job. It was an okay job, but I was a hamster in a wheel. So there wasn't, it wasn't um, life affirming. Oh. It didn't make me feel good. It was very chaotic because no matter how well you did last month, Oh, re reset button. You know, now I have to um, work even harder next month than I did last month. And it was oh, a yeah. never ending thing. So the chaos was replaced with peace, um, happiness, uh, which was superficial. I'd be happy and then I lose an account, or I'd be happy and I didn't get the account I worked really hard on. And now the happiness is gone. That was replaced with peace a sense of wellness and contentedness that I didn't have before. I felt good about myself because I knew I was doing something good in the world. And then the financial provision came um, as a result of the good work that I was doing. So, so that's how I measured. Those are my four, five points of true prosperity, but, Brilliant. but, but yeah, it doesn't come overnight. And, and mm. I, I'm 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 thinking about what you said about you know it's a hard journey yeah I mean there's no guarantees that there aren't going to be hard times and obstacles yeah but, but that's but we wouldn't have it any other way right looking back now every every obstacle is an mm. opportunity to learn and mm. grow I've noticed for me anyway I don't learn the really profound things of life on the good days or at the party you know yeah, yeah. the really important lessons are learned you know when i'm when i'm on my knees on the floor like what now what's going on you know what the heck so yeah and i totally agree with all of that it's not that it's not that it's it, everything you said is is right. Like you leave that. I mean, I couldn't even imagine going back to the day job now. I mean, that would blow my mind. And what I'm doing now is a million times better. So much more exciting. It, it brings you to life. It's that brings that zest back into your life. I would say people's eyes are lit up. They're awake and they're on it. You know, and it gets you out of bed in the morning. 
all of that. And, and yet, at the same time, if you're growing to do something even bigger each time, every month, then that's, you're going to live on the edge of your comfort zone. And that, that is scary, but also exhilarating. Um, and there's a few speed bumps for sure, but if you've got the tools, you can just work through them pretty easily. A lot of my a lot of my day is spent clearing the fears around doing the next thing. And if you've got tools to do that, then you can do bigger and bigger things, right? You can do a bigger podcast. You can I don't know go on stage in front of a thousand people instead of ten, for right. example. Right. Join us next week for part two of our interview with Adam Tallamy. Have you thought about writing a book, but you just kind of don't know where to start? Or maybe you don't have the time? If that's you, I have good news for you. I created an online self-paced micro-learning course that breaks everything down. My formula for writing a book in days instead of weeks or months or years. It breaks everything down into small, bite-sized pieces that are manageable, that you can get done. You can write your book, and you should, because your story matters. What you've learned along the way matters and can help other people. My online course will teach you about publishing and marketing, as well as writing and editing and getting your book out there. We'll even talk a little bit about public speaking and media. Go to my website, Rhonda, R-H-O-N-D-A dot O-R-G, and click on online courses. Scroll down to write your book in days and start right now. There is no feeling worse than being rejected, but there's nothing more empowering than loving others and being loved in return. People who feel love know that their value is not diminished by setbacks or mistakes. But how do you get love? It's not hocus pocus. There are 30 practical ways that you can bring love into your life. And when you do, everything changes. I hope you'll get a copy of 30 Days to Love. If you're somebody who does not have the time or the desire to sit in a chair and hold a book in your hands and read, I got you. I'm turning all of my books into audiobooks on Audible. So you can listen while you're driving and when you go to the gym and while you're doing the laundry and whatever it is, you can multitask and you can be improving your life. That's why I've written every single one of my books. I'm so excited to announce that Succeed Because of what you've been through is now on audio, on Audible. So is the prayer that covers it all. The keys to answered prayer, those are super quick listens and powerful. They are power packed. I want you to get those. All the rest are coming as well. Successful survivors, the eight character traits of survivors and how you can attain them. Acts of kindness, 101 ways to make the world a better place. How to get to awesome, 101 ways to find your best self. 30 Days to Happiness, The Kindness Quotient, Love is Action. They're all going to be audiobooks. Go to Audible and search for them. And step by step, create the life that you want to live.
the life you deserve to live, the life you were, yeah, born to live. Thanks for joining us at the Find Your Purpose Now podcast. Listen, we do this for you. It's all about helping you live the purpose that you were born to live. Because when you do that, you get the peace and joy and good relationships that you strive to have. This is real success. So we hope that you'll share this with a friend, subscribe, and come back and see us next week. And we would love to hear from you. Go to findyourpurposenow.org. Thank you.